to get straight to it. Hold on, man. This ain't how I normally start my episodes, but I just, I had to stop everything I was doing and just go ahead and jump on the mic. I was trying to, I was trying to, you know, prepare myself, do a whole bunch of pre-production, all that, get a couple days ahead of the schedule, whatever, my recording schedule, but I, listen, I'm recording early. I just, as I was going through everything, I, let me just stop talking, man. Let me, let me remind y'all. You want to fucking walk around these roaches. These niggas is roaches. These niggas is mere motherfucking mortals. I'm trying to push you to supreme being. Hey, yo, I think. You don't want to motherfucking. You don't want to embrace your death. Listen, you listen to what this man's saying, by. bro. You don't want to go into the motherfucking dark. You just want to get by. You don't want to go into the motherfucking dark. Where it's lonely. Yo, come on. Yo, yeah, yo, 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 yo. I'm getting beside myself, man. Yo, y'all not ready. You not. Knowing when the shit is gonna, yo, 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 I, it meant, yo, God was in that studio or in those studios. Every session that took place to create that masterpiece that we was blessed with this past weekend, bro. Something greater than just us, the flesh, something, some, something, a source, my nigga. Something was in them sessions, yo. Yo, crazy. Like, did y'all forget? Who this man? Yo, yo, listen to what he's saying, yo. Yo, 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 this man is a legend. He's different. He's different. Solidified. We have a modern day classic on our hands. Did y'all forget who he was, yo? Did y'all forget who this man was, yo? Need y'all remind y'all, yo? Need y'all remind y'all what this man is capable of, yo? Like... Like, let's keep it a buck, yo. Like, I feel like niggas forgot. Niggas was talking crazy. They like, yo, Diddy got a new album. Did I didn't even know Diddy still made music. Whether he was making music or not, whenever he dropped, you know it's down to go crazy. The audacity, man. The audacity, man. Like, like, yo. Need I remind y'all who this, yo. Any little bit of greatness to come out of the state, he got his hands on it. Do y'all not know who this is? So if you hear something, make sure you. Hey yo. The music gets you. Come on, what are you? You know that I'm two levels of. Yo, come on. Yo, yo, come on. I'm not the only one. It might be a little absurd because I'm young, but nigga, I understand greatness. I can hear greatness. I know music. I know good music. If you niggas not excited, yo. Yeah. 
I can't even I can't even get a song justice. I can't even do to it what I what I need to do to it, man. Like just wait till I get this equipment. Yo, yeah, oh my yo, you can't even really you don't even understand. You can't fathom, yo. I I'm four minutes. I'm four going on five minutes in a straight meat riding. You know what I'm saying? No pause. But still, like, you gotta give niggas flowers when it's due. Like my generation is so niggas, I know niggas will talk crazy when they hear this. Oh, you yo, you going crazy with the, you know what I'm saying? You man, get that man meat. Ah, ah, ah. But it's okay to be a fan, bro. <laughs> it's okay to be a fan, yo. This is greatness. And the reason why I'm so excited to even share this with my listeners is because we have been waiting for a project that was good for so long, yo. For so long, like, it's been mad, dry, fast music that's in and out. The R&B, you know, we get really good R&B from the women, but a lot of the women, the, the features that took off on this album are women. But still, you know, the guys showed up on this album. But you got to show up for Puff, like, it's Puff, like, you got to show up for Puff. And you just, yo, he set the standard, he set the bar for R&B, he set the, for music, Let music by black artists, music by any artist, yo, like, but more specifically for our artists, because I feel like a lot of us get in the game for the bag and we just get up out of there. It hasn't been too much passion, too much love, too much day, too much day in, day out, niggas camping out in the studios, niggas getting screamed on in the studios, it hasn't been enough of that. And this Diddy joint, man. Yo, if you haven't heard or if you don't know, I'm referring to the album. It's called The Love Album Off The Grid by Diddy. Puffy, Puff, whatever, whatever alias, whatever you know this man by, it's by him. And it's fire all the way through, every song, all the way through. Now, there are there are songs on there that I don't really uh, vibe with. It's probably just not for me. It's not my vibe. But... For the most part, everything is, is peace, man. I ain't even intro to... Yo, shout out to all the new listeners and the old listeners. You know what I'm saying? This is best of both worlds. It's not usually like this, but I had to I had to go out on a limb. I was just too excited to get to this album. Yo, it's, it's, this is good. This is a masterpiece. Um, Follow me on Instagram. I'm at ibrock0808. And the podcast Instagram is spelled just like the podcast. All one word, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, pause this, go follow me. And... uh. If you want some topics to touch on, send that to me. Whatever. That's just a quick little intro. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Welcome to the pod. Um, I don't have uh, access to the equipment that I once did currently because I tried to hurry up and do this, this, this recording early. I may You may not even hear this. This may just be for me to look back to and laugh at, which that's perfectly fine. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. I, I, I will happily re-record. <laughs> An intro just like that, cause yo, Diddy man. So to give my recap, my my full recap on the album, and I'll probably be here for a little minute. When I go to the album, I go straight to the fourth song. Uh, I play it straight out from there. That's just my personal preference. The first three songs just didn't really do it for me. First couple listens, and because I fell in love with everything after that, I just haven't really given it too much attention going back. Um. But I still have mad time to digest that shit and, and come back. Um, but by then, I won't give another review because I feel like this review might be too long to even 
recross that land. So I'm going to just leave that alone. But for now, like I said, at record four, we locked in. And that's Stay A While with uh, what Nija. I don't even know who that is, but she showed up. (laughs) She showed up. That was for me. Uh, Homecoming, Jazzy. I love that record by Jazzy that came out before. It was, I think it was a single for her EP. Yes, it was. It was a single for her EP. I can't think of the name of it, but boy, was that joint fire. She, yeah, nah, Jazzy's like that. And I think that's Diddy's artist. But she showed up for this uh, a couple of times. But that Homecoming, yeah, that was, that was. Then to follow that up, you know what I'm saying, Fab, you know, you know what you're going to get from Fab, that Sway Lee record. I'm not the biggest fan of Sway Lee. But boy, did Sway Lee show his ass. I like that. And then the music behind it. Because alongside of the artists doing what they did. I mean, these are all great, talented artists. But you're going to get the best of the best when you when you fucking with Diddy. Like, it's like playing against the Warriors, right? When you play against the Warriors or any best team of any league, any level, whatever. When you play a team that's elite and they known for being elite, you're going to get everybody's best game because they want to win. And for Diddy, I feel like even if... You are nervous. So whatever the case may be in the situation showing up for him, he going to bring something out of you that you don't even know is there. And I, I had a conversation with somebody real brief that I, he, he's he's well along his spiritual journey. He's 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 tapped in. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you believe, whatever you, whoever's listening, you know what I'm saying? Do what you do. Whether you Christian, Catholic, Muslim, whatever. Just your God, Allah, whatever, Jesus. Imagine being real close to that nigga. Like, <laughs> this is this is my source. And, and, and when he referenced Diddy, when I talked to him about it, he was just saying that he's just operating on different frequencies. Like his level of concentration, where he is mentally, just where he's at, is different. And you can hear it on this album. Like he pulled that out of everybody. You know what I'm saying? I started earlier in this episode saying that there was something in the room greater than us. Like something in that room. Went crazy, and I'm glad that mug was present. Um, let me go ahead to this right here. I think, honestly, this is early, but still, just judging off of how you can hear the time being put into this album, how well produced this album is, the instrumentation of this album, the artists who all showed up in every feature, I can confidently say I'm going to support this album for being album of the year. I do like, I do really like Killer Mike's album. I feel like he put time into his album as well, but it doesn't even compare. It's not even close, especially because Killer Mike is independent. And then for him, his name, the connects, it's not as, it's not on the same level as this, which is it's unfair because, you know, music is a business. So by that standard, it's not fair. But even if it was leveled out, it doesn't compare, man. This album is, this is for people who enjoy music, for people who especially enjoy enjoy R&B, enjoy music, just music, enjoy instrumentation, and if people who enjoy the art and the craft, they're going to love this album. Fellas, if you don't listen to music for that, but you know that you can rely on a couple women in your life or a woman in your life to put you on to something that's like crazy or you just respect their music palette, I can guarantee at least seven of these songs on this album, at least, will be in heavy rotation for their playlist. Their playlist. When they trying to vibe out with you, if they rocking out, especially if they want to send a message, if y'all having y'all little poom poom time, this song is at least seven songs on this album will be played. 
If she just vibing out, probably cleaning, cooking for you, whatever, just expressing any type of interest towards you, this album will be played. Fellas, if you was in a situationship, a relationship that kind of fell apart, and you want to bring that bitch back together, this album will be played, my nigga. If you made a mistake and you want her to forgive you, you you too prideful to say sorry, play this album. I'm just giving you game. Listen, don't take my advice. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not no damn relationship guru. I'm not a life expert, none of that. But if you want to set that mood or you want to bring that thing back to life, you play that album. I like everything I heard, man. I, 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 I and to give you the rundown of how I even experienced it, like, fam, I put the album on and didn't look at the names. Matter of fact, that wasn't even my first listen. I didn't listen to it the night um, going into it because I was out Friday night, shaking ass. Should have brought my ass home. I was out too late. Listen to the Joe Button podcast. They drop regular episodes on Saturday. Cool. Everybody who know me know I'm a fan of the podcast, whatever. Shout out to those guys. Joe opens the pod going berserk. And when he did it, I couldn't even tell who the two artists was. I just thought, yo, whoever this dude is who just dropped this new R&B album that's going to be a sleeper. Uh, thank you, Joe, for putting me on. I'm about to look these songs up. I ain't even want to jump on the, the Diddy train like that because truth be told, I, hey, I wasn't so. What, what, what did I ask the niggas? Do you believe? Do, do you believe? I ain't believe, yo. <laughs> that simple. I didn't believe. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and play one of these records for you. I guess I'll start by how he's... I don't even... I don't even know how he... But this, this is what I heard opening up on the pod. I'm trying to get you out of my head. Oh, my gosh. To get you out of my soul. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's Jazzy, yo. That's Jazzy. That's the fifth song. So that you know what I'm saying? That's the fifth song. I, I'm gonna tell y'all how I go through the album, but that's the fifth song. Actually, he didn't even start with that. He didn't even start with that. Matter of fact, he started with Justin. I ain't even know it was Justin on the song, yo. I've been patient. Patiently waiting. I've been faking for a long time. Now I want you. You can hear being sampled within the song the studio session where he was trying to get him to hit that note, to hit that melody that was required to produce the greatness you hear on this track. Patient, patiently waiting, I've been faking for a long time. Now I want you. Ooh, I want you. Oh, oh. You got me all of my feelings, crazy, tearing this road. 
And everybody who know music, everybody who was around back in the day when, you know what I'm saying, you can identify with that sample. So I, I, no, no more needs to be heard from that. You know what I'm saying? So Joe opens up with that, and then he follows that up with Mary. I didn't even know it was Mary when I heard it. I thought this was a dude. I thought... When I heard Justin, I didn't even know it was Justin. I thought this was somebody else. I thought this was a dude, a male R&B singer, who had an album coming out. Yeah, once I heard it was Mary, I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds like Mary, but my bad, Mary, but damn. I tell you, he did it, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I heard it from Joe. I heard those two songs, and then when I looked them up to see, like, all right, who, who, who is this bugging like this? Because this album sounds crazy. Like, this darn B I've been looking to hear, Diddy album. So I said, all right, bet. I got to pause this pod and just go listen and see what's going on. I'm going to continue to keep myself blindfolded basically i'm gonna i'm gonna lean into this element of surprise so i don't know who's who when these records come on thank god i did that because boy but but i let this thing play all the way through son i let <laughs> i put the first one on and just let it rock out I, I couldn't even no skips yo no and it's an hour and 23 minutes albums haven't even been that long in a while we our intention span has has shifted so you know what i'm saying that's not it doesn't work anymore but this is so good. It's so much greatness. You can't even turn it off. You can't. You're not even. I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad, yo. I'm super, super, super satisfied with this. Like, I've been going on this 20 minutes of just praising this album. But, yo, it's, it's that great to me, man. And then I haven't had the ability to, like, express my musical fascinations on this platform either, man. Like, if it was my choice, I would have been doing this. Like, this would have been a music pod only, but, you know, it's too many of those out there. But whatever, we're going to get back to the album. So Closer to God follows that Mary record. Tiana Taylor, she bugged out. She bugged out. She bugged out all the way out. Shout out to Tiana. It's unfortunate what happened with her and the mom, but love is love, you heard? That's enough. That's enough. Like, like, yo, it's he, yo, they was going crazy on this album, yo. Y'all don't understand, yo. And like I said, the song I start the album with, and this is the last song I'ma play. It's I've been doing too much, but boy, this y'all recognize that sample. God damn, damn. Yeah. I said return to the dance floor. Come on. Yeah. Let's Come give me all your love. Come show me what's up. Say you look at me, oh baby. Fuck around and drive you crazy. Let me show you how to real woman is from once. Cause you ought to know. 
this this album was great, man. All the way through. I yo, French Montana even showed up. My nigga was rapping. I ain't never heard French Montana rap. Never heard French Montana rap. My man was going crazy. Let me skip to the verse. Where's his verse at? Where is his verse at? I know he not the greatest rapper, but I want y'all to peep how my son blacked on this. Yeah, yeah, nah, 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 nah. He, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. If you could get friends to do that, you know there was somebody in that studio blacking to get niggas to... Produce on the level they had to produce. But that's it for my music se segment, man. Another great out. Well, not let us not it, but that's it for my Diddy segment. And I'm going to wrap up the music real soon because I done been 20 minutes going crazy. For me, track 11 and 19, nigga took the album to another planet. Other than that, though, it dropped on that Friday. Old girl who's, you know, she been wilding lately, but, you know, good music is undeniable. What's her face? Doja Cat, she dropped a little... little you know, a little track she was rapping. Sound good. Rod Wave drop. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get a chance to listen to that because I'm not the biggest Rod Wave fan, I'll be honest. And my time has just been saturated in this 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 Diddy album. So I'll get to that when I get to that. Uh, Shanzia dropped a single. Waistline. It's cool. It's cool. Nas dropped Magic 3. I only listened to it two times. I think it's cool. Um, I, let me. I listened to the whole thing one time, but a few songs two times. It's cool. I gotta go back to it. I do think it's not bad. I think it's better than the last one. The last man or whatever the last project he he dropped, I wasn't that big a fan of it. But then even that one, I have to go back to. So I'm not gonna be super critical just now. But you know, cool. Earl Sweatshirt and uh, the Alchemist they dropped a record together. They got an album coming real soon. I look forward to that. I'm not too familiar with Earl's ability. Or his catalog, but I like uh, Alchemist. And the, the record I heard with the two of them is really good. So I look forward to that combination here much more from that. Offset dropped a record from his uh, album that's coming out soon, Fan. I think Offset's new album is going to be tough. I liked his first solo album. It, it wasn't great. But out of the, all of them who dropped, I think Offset definitely had the best performance solo. And I think that he's going to have another great performance with this album here. Cleo Soul dropped. Cleo Soul, another really good R&B project. Another really, really, really good artist. She puts time into her craft. Simple. She's a part of a band called Salt. If you can listen to their music and hear how they mesh together, that chemistry is like no other. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and Cleo Soul is already, she's, she's dope. So, her album was fire. Uh, Sanfa is coming. I look forward to hearing Sanfa's joint. I ain't even listened to the, the song he dropped because I just, I got faith in my boy. He never let me down. I, I heard the Busta Rhymes of Coyle Ray. Coyle Ray, I think her career is just getting off on them, on them sample beats. And it's working. <laughs> it's, she's bringing back that New York feel, that New York vibe. I wish New York, at least the city, could just bring back something that niggas can lean on. Um, in terms of from the city. Because upstate, we, we we holding it down for y'all right now. Like we, we holding it down. In terms of just the, <clears throat> the DNA, the spirit of, of New York, we holding that down. Especially in rap, I think a lot of the artists in New York have been searching for sounds that don't sound like us. You know what I'm saying? That searching for sounds that come from other other regions, uh, so to speak. So, yeah, 
I'm not I'm not too big on that Coiler Ray wave, even though it works. You know what I'm saying? The classic beat is a classic beat, but yeah, we need we need something we need something new to bring life back to the state as a whole. Cause nobody knows much about upstate. They just know the city. And if that's the case, we gonna keep dying. Upstate, we gonna only hold so much. Y'all niggas don't help. You know what I'm saying? The city don't really rock with us, but it's cool. Off of the music music segment, I'm going on to Colorado football. Call me a hype beast. Call me a bandwagoner. Call me whatever you want to call me. That nigga Dion is something else. Dion Sanders is the man. Dion Sanders is a legend. And he is Dion Sanders, which I may not even realize. And I, I don't want to say nothing that's going to sound too blasphemous or something that's going to throw niggas off. But to put it in simple terms, Deion Sanders is the current Nipsey Hussle. He is the current figure that's turning things around for our community, single-handedly doing things that is progressing us in a way that's unlike anything anything else. His figure, what he represents, how he moves, every time you see him, the impact he has is something that's can only be remembered when you think of a Nipsey Hussle or maybe even like a Kobe or Michael Jordan effect where everything them niggas touch turn to gold or like how they just float when they in a room like Dion is something else yo he got us watching Colorado football like it's loving hip-hop or the wire like it's the new season of BMF did he got us at the TV at 2 a.m. watching Colorado football Niggas ain't even give a fuck about Colorado. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? I don't even know what a boulder look like. Nigga, like, boulder, Colorado. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? The things he's been able to make happen. Then his son's off there showing out both Shiloh and Shador. I never, I wasn't, see, I don't, I gave up on football a while ago. So I stepped away from the game. I ain't watch this shit like that. I ain't really care. College or NFL. Fuck it. I joined a, a fantasy NFL league last season. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start watching football again. So I've been slowly weaning my way back in. This season, I've been full-fledged. I'm back in fantasy. My team is kind of trash. But I'm doing much better than I did before. Not knowing who's who. But college, back, you know what I'm saying? I'm back watching college too. I'm, I'm, I'm invested. Especially seeing that the, the, the students are getting paid. They got the NILs. It's going down, niggas. It's making money. It's, 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 it's good money out there, and I love it. But boy, am I invested in this Colorado thing, man. What in the world is going on, yo? Like, this is crazy. They weren't even supposed to beat the first two teams they played. Smack me. Well, the first game was close, but smack me the second time. Come here. Come here. Smack me. Niggas been violating them. Then the new coach, Colorado State. I know it's a rival, so it get a little chippy. You know, he wanted to be petty talking about niggas attire and shit. Hey, nigga, you, you, we see you, Cone. <laughs> we see you. Nigga, white wise, well, we see you out there trying to cater to some folks that don't give a fuck about you, bro. Talking about, yeah, take your hat, your hat and your glasses off. Ah, ah. Nigga, this is, this is what you call, this, this is, this is, this is culture, nigga. You're not, you're not a part of it when you exclude yourself being a damn Cone. This is culture, nigga. Yeah, show some respect, man. Like, this is culture. What he doing, you can't even comment or talk about. And I'm glad they smacked you, boys. You know what I'm saying? Double overtime. Good, good great, amazing game. That was, that was primetime TV right there, boy. No pun. 
Well, damn, you even had to tell your mans to be dirty. Had to tell your players to play dirty. They was out there doing crazy shit, mad late hits, slapping niggas in the helmet. I'm like, yeah. But I'm glad I see it, though, because that brought that spirit back. I used to love football for that type of shit. I was disrespectful, too. I ain't going to lie. I was telling niggas I was telling niggas things I would never repeat. But, man, that joint was lit, man. I, that, that, it lit a flame. But, man, you can't. That, what, what, what Dion and his kids, what they doing, you know, I believe the messages he's sending, the, the mentorship, the lessons. The, like, man, he's, <clears throat> it's amazing. How do you not? There's no way you can't enjoy that or see value in what he's doing. So salute to that, man. Um, Shador is amazing. He's an amazing quarterback. I didn't know he was that good. I meant to get on that point earlier, but I got sidetracked to getting too excited. Shador is that man. He's like that. I didn't know Shador was like that. I knew he was good, but that boy is great. Like, he was throwing darts, like dimes, perfect passes. He could throw on, on the move, under pressure. He could throw while he getting hit. That bitch is going to be right where it need to be. And the uh, old boy who stepped up, they had a um, I th- Weaver. I think his last name, Weaver. One of the receivers for Colorado stepped up when Travis got up out of there. He showed out. Showed up and showed out. Their whole receiving core showed out the whole time. And they kicker. The Spanish nigga, Mata. Yo. That nigga Mata. Salute to you, yo. I seen you on the documentary. A lot of niggas don't give you enough credit. Mata is that nigga. When it come to that kick it, so transition from, from, from soccer, from international football, and came to American football and realized, all right, cool, I got I got something to do here and been helping out. And it's good to see that. You know what I'm saying? It's good to see that unity. And um, it's just, man, it, it's, it's fire, man. Like, it's fire. Shador, damn robot. That nigga don't show no emotion. Even when he start flexing or when he do, like, See, when he get back at you, he's no, he's emotionless. That man is like Kawhi Leonard of football, yo. But I love it, man. And um, I'm 30 minutes already, but whatever. You know, last topic I want to touch on. I want to talk touch on that pro life protest on Antique Canvas. Um, I guess my serious point of view is I highly dislike how that thing was arranged. I they. The person, the, the persons responsible for putting that together, knew exactly what they were trying to incite. It was an all-white group going on campus. Controversy, a bunch of turmoil. For them knowing that it's a HBCU, it's a predominantly black school, and there's a predominantly white school five minutes down the road you could have went to, and did the same thing. They knew what was happening. And it's the fact that <clears throat> setting it up at the rim the way they did, it's like you know, you know what you protesting niggas is gonna, you know, talk back to it. But when you get a group of black people, young black people, expressing their opinion versus you, no matter what, whether it's violent or nonviolent, no matter what position they're in, you know how that's gonna look. You know how that's going to be perceived. You knew that going into it, and you got what you wanted. Why would you do that to us, yo? Why would you do that to us, yo? Like, forget all that, what you was protesting, and forget the point and why you came to campus, but why would you do that to us, yo? Like, you got us out here looking crazy, yo. If you just look 
<clears throat> if you just look at the video, you can see there was no violent protest. Nothing was violent. People had their signs and they had their opinions and you had yours. There was two sides to it. Were you outnumbered? Yes. You're on a college campus with seven people, five people, however many people it was. It's just y'all versus however many students were going to walk by and feel a way about what you were doing. It's inevitable. But at the end of the day, you know how your white comrades going to look at that. You know how some of the officers that may have <clears throat> protected you, you know how they was going to look at that. You know they was going to see that, see you outnumbered, see that they may be outnumbered if you had white officers. And it could have went sideways. And a lot of times white people do this <clears throat> because they know and sometimes they do it out of ignorance. Excuse me, I keep coughing so I don't know what's going on. Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to clear my throat. But uh, white people do this too often. Whether they know it or not, they're playing the role of basically hiring an assassin. And I hate seeing this play out time and time again. It's luckily, nothing really popped off because we got black officers on campus. We have our own staff, all that, whatever. But, yo, you wanted that to go left. And if you did it, how could you be ignorant enough to just go into something blind like that? Like, like why would you do that to us? A&T don't mess with nobody. We want our kids to be successful. We want our kids to come to this school, do what they set out to do. Be around people who they trust and love, who look like them. It's a family environment. Everybody's your cousin. Everybody's your relative. You know what I'm saying? You can't trust everybody. Yeah, we know that. But still, though, like, everybody is family. You see what I'm saying? Like, you're going to look out for the next person that's at your school because they wanted you. So you know this is our safe haven. You came into our temple and you tried to disrupt that. You tried to incite something that was going to turn into more than what it had to be. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, and I ain't like that. And I hope somebody smacked the shit out of you. I hope I hope something happened to you. Real talk. <clears throat> Cause that's you know, we, we don't we don't deserve that. We don't mess with nobody. All we do is push success and we we promote the Aggies do. And what that means is we succeed. We apply ourselves and we succeed. We do more than we go above and beyond. I know we got a reputation, we give it up. We is we is a fun school, we give it up. But at the end of the day, we still do what we gotta do. And I ain't like what y'all did, so uh, fuck y'all. And um, on a lighter note, you know, on a more playful, <clears throat> I had her shook, and I'm glad y'all did. Boy, she was in that bit red as a month. Yo, you could tell they had the, the, the before and after video, the video when they first set up and the video when they were getting escorted out. She was shook, voice trembling, all that. Red face, just like a tomato. She was out of there. You know what I'm saying? Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? What you thought everybody was going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, we, we promote what you got going on. Okay, was uh, like... Yo, take that, take that deal with CG, man. Like, take that deal with CG. Somebody should have threw a water bottle or something. You know what I'm saying? Nah, they would have, they would have taxed us for real. We shouldn't have did that. But, well, yeah, man. This, this, this dummy. This dummy want to come on campus and do that dumb stuff. Like, yeah, come on, man. Well, matter of fact, let me, let me play. Let me play this dumb stuff she was on. Nah, I'm not even going to play the video. She don't need no attention. Either way, man. Shout out to A&T. Shout out to everybody who showed up to that protest. Shout out, to, shout out to everybody getting home safe and shout out to the officers who was able to escort those dummies off campus without turning it into anything it didn't have to be. And I hope y'all explain to them as you were taking them off of campus how serious we are about protecting our own. We're not trying to hurt nobody. We're not going to hurt nobody unless we need to. We're not going to hurt nobody. But 
why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? You know what 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 that what that leaves. You know how your people perceive us. And you know what the first thing they would have did had something happened or had you said that you felt like you were threatened, which you probably did when you called for help. So that's another episode of Best of Both for us. If you like what you heard, subscribe whatever platform you're listening on. Follow me on Instagram at ibrock0808 or the podcast po- podcast Instagram, Jesus. I've been stuttering a lot this episode. I might have to cut all that out. Um, but yeah, spell just like the title. One word, no uppercase, no lowercase, no uh, underscores and hashtags and all that. None of that. Just one word is what it is. Um, hit me up with topics if you want me to talk about something specific. Or if you want to be a guest, we can see if we can arrange that. I'm trying to figure out how I can make the sound quality go up when I have guests that are virtual. Might be one of the hardest tasks I've had thus far setting things up in a new the new way. But um yeah, salute to everybody. I'm out.